Good morning, Excellencies, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this track two diplomatic conclave titled Shanghai Cooperation Organization in 2022, Indo-Uzbek Synergy for Progress. This is organized by the Talotma Foundation in association with the Embassy of Uzbekistan in India. I am Kamakshi Vasan, Vice President Talotma Foundation. Let me now request Mr. Sohan Das, Chairperson and Director, the Lothma Foundation, to begin with the inaugural session. Thank you, Ms. Watson, uh, Vice President of the Lothma Foundation. Excellencies, honorable guests and friends, it is my pleasure to begin and welcome all of you to this track to diplomatic conclave titled Shanghai Cooperation Organization in 2022, Indo-Uzbek Synergy for Progress, organized by the Lothma Foundation, along with the Embassy of Uzbekistan, in India. Uh, the Shanghai Cooperation Organization is a very important multilateral platform for India that helps, among other things, to maintain closer ties with Central Asia. Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, Kyrgyzstan, and Kazakhstan are all members of the Shanghai Cooperation Organization. Central Asia is a crucial region for India in its extended neighborhood. In 2022, the Republic of Uzbekistan holds the chair of the SEO. This will be a great opportunity for greater convergence between India and Uzbekistan under the auspices of the SEO. The strategic partnership between India and Uzbekistan will be greatly boosted by this. The annual summit of the SEO is scheduled to take place in September this year at Samarkand in Uzbekistan. The cooperation under SEO includes multilateral trade and economic cooperation, cooperation in the field of healthcare and battle against COVID-19, cooperation in the field of public security and counterterrorism, cultural and humanitarian cooperation, cooperation in the field of startups and innovation, cooperation in the area of reduction of poverty, agricultural cooperation, environmental cooperation, etc. cetera. Uh, this structure conflict will provide a good opportunity to discuss ways to strengthen the Indo-Uzbek cooperation with special focus on the Shanghai Cooperation Organization. The Tilotma Foundation has a special and enduring focus on Central Asia. It is our pleasure to have among us the national coordinators of both India and Uzbekistan for the SEO, Her Excellency Ms. Yojana Patel and His Excellency Mr. Ramakullah Nurim Betov, who will be speaking at the flagship session of this conclave. Thank you so much for being here. I'm also glad to welcome His Excellency Mr. Dilshad Akhtov, Ambassador of Uzbekistan to India. We also have among us the distinguished speakers of the technical sessions and Ms. Kamakshi Basan, Vice President of Rutuma Foundation. Let me begin with the uh, with our flagship session. Uh, the, for the flagship session of this uh, tractor conclave titled Shanghai Cooperation Organization in 2022 in those specs energy for progress, uh, let me first uh, request. Uh, for the flagship session, Her Excellency Ms. Yojana Patel, National Coordinator of the Republic of India for SEO, kindly make her address. Uh, hello. Hello, yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Uh, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Shri Das, uh, Chairperson of the Tilotma Foundation. Excellency Dilshad Akhatov, Ambassador of Uzbekistan to India. My dear brother, SEO National Coordinator for Uzbekistan, Rahmatullah Nurembetov. Distinguished panelists, guests, and dear friends. 
I'll be very brief in my remarks because I'm sorry, I have another meeting very shortly to commence in another 10, 15 minutes. So please bear with me. But uh, at the outset, let me congratulate the Embassy of Uzbekistan in uh, New Delhi and the Tilotma Foundation for organizing this online conference on the theme of Indo-Uzbek Synergy for Progress and the SCO in 2022. Such a synergy between two strategic partners in the Eurasian region is indeed required as we navigate through a time of unprecedented upheavals unfolding on the global arena. The SCO and its member states, like, uh, other, member uh, like other countries around the world, are expected to be impacted by these events in one way or the other. And this will bring us to a vital question on how member states of SCO can work together in such difficult times to ensure peace and stability in the SCO region and work for the economic progress and prosperity of the people of this, uh, of this region. Uh, as you are aware that the SCO has recently completed two decades of its existence and uh, it goes uh, beyond doubt that uh, this organization has emerged as a key regional organization in Eurasia with a tremendous untapped potential. Uh, by some account, it, uh, it, uh, it, is, it, uh, it is nearly 40% of the global population and almost a quarter of the world's GDP. We notice also a renewed momentum in building regional synergies that is reflected in addressing common security challenges and building the frameworks and mechanisms for long-term trade and economic cooperation. While we can see that this is still work in progress, there appears to be a strong desire among SCO stakeholders to strengthen the bonds of these growing bonds of regional cooperation. The rising potential of SCO has also not gone unnoticed and is reflected in the numerous applications for membership that are currently pending before the member states. Uh, the, we are expecting the next round of uh, expansion to take place under the Uzbek chair and uh, we, wa we want to see some definitive uh, decisions taken at the summit because we believe in India that this uh, expansion of the organization is a very welcome development as it expands not only the frontiers of the organization, but also helps to unshackle the image of this organization uh, as being somewhat limited in scope and effectiveness. India will uh, give its full support to the current Uzbek chair to further facilitate this process. Uh, on our side, uh, since uh, joining the organization in 2017, India has continued to play a proactive and a constructive role in the organization and remains substantively engaged in all its mechanisms. There is, uh, I see in the past few years, a, a distinct optimism in this country on our membership of the SCO and the vast opportunities that it opens up to a resurgent Atmanirbhar Bharat. This reassurance also stems from India's own strategy of deepening its Eurasian partnerships, for which SCO provides a very good platform to reconnect with its extended neighborhood. Um, and we all know that this neighborhood is a neighborhood with whom we are bound by historic bonds spanning centuries. Uh, India's cultural heritage has been deeply influenced by countries in Eurasia, including Uzbekistan, through movement of people, goods, and ideas, 
including spiritual interfaces that have enriched both sides. This fondness for Indian culture and civilization is expressed in Central Asia's abiding interest in Indian cinema, music, and art. Uh, acknowledging the, the strength of these umbilical bonds, India's growing economic potential and its vast experience and expertise in building institutional capabilities, uh, I think this can add greater value to SCO's ongoing projects and its ongoing work. Uh, I think uh, 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 we contributed in this manner during the course of our chairmanship of the SCO Council of Heads of Government uh, in November 2020. And this was by all means a water, watershed moment in our ties with the organization where we uh, tried to build three new pillars of cooperation in SCO, in uh, startups and innovation, in traditional medicine and science and technology. Uh, apart from uh, trade and uh, economy, we also have contributed to a greater understanding of each other's cultural heritage by fostering greater people-to-people -people contacts. Uh, many of you may recall that in 2020, India uh, hosted the first ever exhibition of shared Buddhist heritage in SCO member states and completed the translation of 10 classics of Indian regional literature into Russian and Chinese languages. Uh, these were uh, ideas which were uh, floated by our Prime Minister during the Bishkek SCO Summit in 2019. And uh, it was a pleasure to implement them in the course of our chairmanship of the SCO Council of Heads of Government in 2020. Uh, we are also convinced that open, inclusive, and focused B2B interactions can help to pave the way for developing policies within SEO that are demand-driven and dovetailed to the specific socio-economic needs of the member states. Bearing this in mind, India has hosted in the past two years what we call as the SEO Startup Forum and also the SEO MSME conclaves in the past two years, which have uh, witnessed an overwhelming participation from member states, especially from Central Asia. We are uh, convinced that a more substantive engagement between business and economic stakeholders in the region has tremendous benefits of all. Uh, and uh, with this uh, in mind, we have been working very closely with the Uzbek chair of the organization in 2020, and we are giving our full support to the various initiatives that they have launched under their chairmanship. Uh, under the dynamic chairmanship of uh, Uzbekistan in 2020, we are witnessing a renewed focus on deepening regional cooperation, especially in trade and economy, uh, innovation, science and technology, tourism, transport, and connectivity, cultural exchange, exchanges, etc. And uh, we are very, very uh, positive about the several new initiatives in these areas that are currently under negotiations and are likely to be adopted at the summit in Samarkand. Uh, India has commended the Uzbek priorities and promised full support for their successful implementation. We look forward to very closely working with the Uzbek side uh, during uh, the course of the year 
and uh, we look forward also to a very successful SEO summit in Samarkand in September. And uh, I am deeply grateful for the continuous support and continuous encouragement that I get from my Uzbek counterpart, uh, Rahmatullah Nurumbetov. I wish you, dear brother, good luck and good health. And I will now wish to close my remarks and uh, let the expert go into a more focused discussion. Thank you very much for hosting me and uh, thank you and good luck. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, uh, Your Excellency, Ms. Patel, uh, for your uh, address. Let me now request uh, our second speaker uh, for this uh, flagship session, His Excellency, Mr. Rahmatullah Nurimbetov, National Coordinator of the Republic of Uzbekistan for SEO to make his address. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Chairman. <clears throat> uh, good morning, uh, Excellencies, and friends, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's honored to be the part of this uh, roundtable uh, organized by the <clears throat> Tilkatoma Foundation and the Embassy of Uzbekistan in New Delhi. Uh, I'm personally very thankful for this initiative because uh, uh, the topic is very high on agenda of our uh, job, uh, direct job uh, of the presidency uh, of Uzbekistan in this organization. And uh, that's why uh, I'm uh, so happy. I would like to uh, express my sincere uh, great Gratitude also uh, to personally to my sister, to my colleague, counterpart, uh, dear Madam Yojna Patel. Indeed, I can only confirm uh, the kind words uh, of support and uh, close uh, ties between the two national coordinate, coordinators uh, of uh, in the SEO, for the SEO uh, affairs. Uh, I would like to uh, note that uh, our close cooperation uh, indeed uh, make, uh, makes uh, additional contribution to the uh, Indian friendly developing Indian-Uzbek uh, relationship. This is uh, without any uh, exaggerations. Let me uh, to <clears throat> uh, have uh, some uh, remarks on today's uh, agenda topic. I would like to, uh, indeed, uh, <laughs> my uh, dear sister, uh, Madam Yojna uh, Patel, uh, talked about uh, many priorities of Uzbekistan, and I would like to be uh, more, uh, give more general <clears throat> information on that. Uh, and, uh, my remarks uh, consist from of uh, two uh, parts. Uh, the first is uh, general information on uh, uh, priorities, what we are doing and what we are wanting to do uh, during our presidency. The second part, some uh, <clears throat> some thoughts on which direction uh, the Shanghai Cooperation Organization uh, would go in the near future. Okay, then. Uh, Yes, indeed, uh, for more than 20 years, our, uh, the SEO experts and uh, uh, diplomats of uh, friendly countries, and that's why I can openly confirm that despite the fact that uh, New Delhi has a special position on uh, con uh, transport issues within the SEO, 
uh, my Indian uh, counterpart, uh, my sister, uh, supporting me uh, very much in the in preparing uh, this very important strategy, connectivity strategy. I'm very thankful for that. We are also planning to to hold in August this year some several uh, key. Uh, economic events such uh, economic forum of the SEO, small and medium business forum, industrial innovation week, industrial cooperation development forum. These events are in high demand for the business circles of the SEO countries in the context of post-pandemic recovery. And we look forward to the participation of Indian uh, business circles in these events. In short, the chairmanship of Uzbekistan in the SEO uh, tries uh, to pursue mainly uh, the developing of practical uh, cooperation, especially in trade, economic, transport, and technological fields that was mentioned above. above mentioned. We understand at the, uh, all the difficulties, as I noticed, it, uh, but we will try. We hope that the SEO summit in September in Samarkand uh, will be held in person with the participation of all leaders of the uh, member states. We are very optimistic on that. The SEO summit did not take place in person uh, from 2019. In this regard, and in the light of the current uh, tense geopolitical situation in the world, we think that the Sabarkand summit is called upon to become a major Eurasian uh, diplomatic forum. And that's why during the summit, not only SEO issues, but also current process in the region and the world, we hope will be discussed in a uh, broader manner. Dear friends, now I would like to touch upon the issue of challenges facing uh, the SEO. This is my personal uh, <clears throat> view. It can be said that the SEO, SEO is facing a difficult strategic choice. It's time to adapt the activities of the organization to modern realities. In this regard, I would like to share a few thoughts. First, the SEO should have its own voice on the Afghan settlement issues. It's important to actively involve Afghanistan in the SEO process and regional initiatives. The common moral duty of our countries is to prevent this country from becoming again a safe haven for terrorists and extremists. It is necessary to work out consider <clears throat> consolidated approaches of the SEO members to the strategy of Afghanistan's post-conflict development. This is a very challenging, but it's a very important issue. Without the stabilization of Afghanistan, it's impossible to talk about strategic stability in our region. Second, strengthening the SEO's poten potential to counter new challenges and threats to security and sustainable development. At last year's Dushanbe summit, a decision was made to improve the mechanisms for 
countering new challenges and threats to security. There are a number of proposals under consideration by member states currently in this regard. For example, Tajikistan proposes to create an independent uh, body, the Anti-Drug Center in Dushanbe, Kazakhstan, the Center for Information Security, Kyrgyzstan, the Center for Combating Economic Crimes, but we should have a consolidated approach. We support the idea of creating on the basis of the uh, regional anti-terroristic uh, structure in Tashkent, the Universal Center for Countering Challenges and Threats to the Security of the SEO member states. All these areas could be concentrated under one single umbrella. This is our position. So, the SEO could become a platform for real interaction in such promising areas as development of green economy, digital transformation, transfer and energy interconnectivity. Indeed, we have very uh, big uh, developed countries in this region, uh, China, India, uh, Russia also has uh, great potential uh, in these key areas, and we hope that we can uh, explore the potential and use it for the prosperity of our nations. Fourth, the implementation of major multilateral programs and infrastructure projects. Unfortunately, not a single purely multilateral project, namely the SEO project, has been implemented so far in this organization. It's necessary to complete, in our opinion, the work on the creation of the development bank and the development fund, special account of the SEO. This issue is particularly relevant amidst the worsening economic and financial situation in the world. Fifth, the stage-by-stage -stage modernization of the institutional and legal foundations of the organization. This will make our organization more effective in implementing new tasks and priorities. Changes are also in demand in the context of the functioning entry into the SEO of Iran, one of the leading states in the Middle East. Six, enlargement should not be an end goal of itself for the SEO. States inter interested in obtaining the status of a permanent member, observer, or dialogue partner should be ready to make a real contribution, contribution to the de development of the SEO. Seventh, Uzbekistan believes that Central Asia should continue to remain the geographical geographical uh, geographical core of the SEO. We know that the SEO was built for Central Asia and, uh, and uh, it, it expands, but the uh, key uh, region, as key region remains Central Asia. We hope that uh, in future, it will remain uh, like this. Encouraging cooperation and sustainable development of the region is the most important factor in turning the SEO space into a, into a zone of 
stability, development, and effective cooperation. We are well aware and respect the fact that India is pushing a different own strategy toward the SEO in some uh, sense. But strategically, our approaches to fundamental issues coincide. First of all, this is geopol <clears throat> geopolitical pluralism in Central Asia. And uh, in this uh, regard, we uh, support the uh, Central Asia connectivity strategy of India. The SEO is an organization based on a consensus approach. If we launch such a strategic process on the future, <clears throat> counter, counters of the development of the SEO, we can come to compromise, <clears throat> compromise solutions. Uh, it is very difficult, but we are optimistic, quite optimistic. Without serious reform, in my opinion, the SEO will turn into a club of summits where leaders gather and exchange their views on regional and global issues without making any strategic decisions. Uh, this is uh, personal views of the uh, uh, National Coordinator of Uzbekistan who uh, is trying to, <laughs> uh, to build up the scientific <laughs> background too. Thank you very much for your attention. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, uh, Your Excellency, Mr. Ramatullah Nurim Betak, National Coordinator of the Republic of Uzbekistan for SEO. Uh, thank you, uh, both the national coordinators, uh, here, Her Excellency, Ms. Yojana Patel, and His Excellency, Mr. Ramatullah Nurim Betak, for their insightful address at this flagship session of this diplomatic conclave. Let mm. me now request uh, His Excellency, Mr. Dilshad Akhtov, Ambassador of Uzbekistan to India, uh, to make his address. Uh, once again, good morning, Namaskar, uh, dear friends. Uh, once again, I'm so sorry yeah, for technical uh, problems from outside. Sometimes, unfortunately, a problem uh, comes up even in our informative uh, or information age. Yeah? <laughs> it's always great uh, pleasure and honor uh, for me to welcome uh, you in our joint online event with Tilatoma Foundation. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Soham Das for organizing this event um, and uh, for, thank you so, so much for your team also. Uh, I just uh, would like uh, thank my many thanks to, to Ms. Yojna Patel, National Coordinator uh, of the Republic of India for SEO and uh, Mr. Rahmatullah Nurumbetov, National Coordinator uh, of the Republic of Uzbekistan uh, for SEO for um, so um, comprehensive and informative uh, reports. Uh, uh, I just take this opportunity to congratulate uh, all of you, uh, dear friends, uh, on the occasion of the 30th anniversary of the uh, establishment of diplomatic uh, relations between Uzbekistan and India. Uh, as you know, official diplomatic relations uh, uh, between our countries were established on the 18th March uh, 1992. Since then, the ties uh, of uh, our two nations in, in uh, all areas, political, economic, cultural, and uh, other, many other areas have been steadily uh, developing. Uh, today, uh, our bilateral <coughs> collaboration has evolved into a strategic uh, relationship. Generally, friend, friendly types, uh, ties between Uzbekistan and uh, uh, Uzbek and Indian peoples uh, go 
back in long history, uh, showing commitment to century-old traditions of friendly relations. Today, um, Uzbekistan and India demonstrate mutual interest to uh, long uh, to to bring interstate uh, partnership on the level of qualitatively new areas, especially over the last few years, relations between uh, our countries have reached new heights in this context. I should separately note regular and intensive political dialogues uh, between our leaders, which provide strong basis of bilateral relations. Dear friends, uh, for the development uh, of uh, cooperation um, in the framework of international structures, such as U United Nations or and uh, uh, Shanghai uh, security, uh, Shanghai organizations or cooperation is an important part of political dialogue and practical cooperation between uh, Uzbekistan and India. In particular, uh, the SCO became an effective platform for cooperation between our countries. India's membership undoubtedly strengthened uh, the international prestige and potential uh, of the organization. Currently, Uzbekistan chairing in the organization, and next year, India will get as a chairmanship first time in the history of organization. Uh, uh, Mr. Nurumbetov taught uh, of our chairmanship in details uh, in SEO chairmanship. I will not dwell on that issue, uh, but I just would like to express our gratitude um, to the Indian side for its active and pro productive participation in the activities of the SEO. We look forward <clears throat> to continued close and constructive cooperation in the framework of uh, this platform. <laughs> Dear colleagues, taking this opportunity, I would like to express my sincere gratitude to Ms. Yojna uh, Patel and uh, Mr. Rahmatullah Nurumbetov, uh, our national coordinators for SEO for their valuable time allocated uh, to us despite the very busy schedule. Uh, especially these days, uh, let me wish them all success in their activities um, and uh, personal uh, efforts uh, for the further strengthening relations in the framework of SEO. And I will also thank Ambassador Daniel Kurbanov, uh, Director, Information Analytic Analytical Center for International Relations. At the, the same time, uh, Ambassador Kurbanov is uh, co-chair from Uzbek uh, side for the Uzbekistan-India Think Tank uh, Forum. Uh, and I, I also warmly welcome uh, our very close friends, uh, leading experts from India, my dear friend Ambassador Ashok Sanjahar, senior diplomat and prominent expert, Dr. Mina Sinkroy, also senior expert on Central Asia, Dr. Sanjeev Varshni, Joint Secretary, Minister of uh, Science and Technology, Dr. Adhar Zafar, Dr. Pravesh Gupta, uh, also as well as senior experts uh, on uh, our region, uh, including Uzbekistan. I'm uh, confident uh, that uh, today we will have um, a very successful interaction and exchange of views, um, as well as get valuable recommendations and new ideas for further development of mutually uh, advantages and long-lasting uh, bilateral cooperation from uh, the deliberations. I would like once again to extend my gratitude to the team of Teletoma Foundation, uh, personally to you, uh, dear Dr. Uh, uh, <coughs> das, for such timely initiative for, of organizing this uh, webinar. Thank you very much for your attention. Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Your Excellency, Mr. Dilshad Akutov, Ambassador of Uzbekistan to India. Uh, it is always a pleasure for our collaborations with Uzbekistan. And I think I thank especially uh, Ambassador Nurimbetov 
Ms. Patel and uh, Ambassador Kurbanov, uh, Ambassador Sajjanar and all the other speakers who are here, uh, especially for the flagship session, my special thanks to both the national coordinators. So at this point, I think uh, we can begin with our technical session, which is which uh, promises to be very interesting and analytical. So let me request uh, Ms. Kamakshi Vasan, Vice President of the Foundation, to introduce our distinguished speakers. Uh, Mr. Chair, uh, uh, with your permission, I'd like to sign off. Uh, much that I would want to continue uh, uh, listening to this uh, this discussion. Uh, I would not be able to uh, join you because I have another meeting. I wish you great um, uh, session today, and I'll definitely uh, get the feedback from my brother uh, Rahmatullah. Thank you very much, and a good day. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Have a nice. Day. Okay. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Das. Now we'll begin with the technical session. And I would request Ambassador Ashok Sajanhar, former Indian Ambassador, visiting distinguished fellow, Kalotna Foundation, to start with his address. Thank you very much uh, for this uh, very kind invitation to speak at uh, this uh, webinar on uh, the forthcoming SEO Summit, which uh, our friendly and strategic partner, Uzbekistan, is organizing in September. Uh, let me congratulate the Telotma Foundation and also the Uzbek Embassy for uh, coming together and uh, uh, bringing all, the, all of us together. Uh, I, will, uh, I also have to leave for another engagement, so I will speak uh, briefly for about 10 minutes or so. Uh, but uh, first, uh, I would like to uh, give some uh, general remarks in the context of the forthcoming uh, summit, and uh, then maybe specifically address myself to some of the issues uh, that have also been mentioned by the national coordinators of the two countries. First, uh, what I would like to mention is that over the last uh, six years or so, five and a half years, that uh, President Shaukat Mirzaev has come and taken over as the President of Uzbekistan, I think we have seen many fresh new changes in the region. I think he, for the first time, has been able to bring together all the five Central Asian countries. So he has truly emerged both uh, as a unifier as also as a leader of uh, Central Asia and uh, the region. So in that context, I would uh, like to emphasize and underline that Uzbekistan has emerged as a very significant player and a leader of Central Asia. And it is uh, extremely encouraging and rewarding that uh, uh, Uzbekistan is uh, chairing the SEO summit uh, this time. Uh, secondly, this is really the first time that uh, President Shaukat Mirzaev would be chairing uh, the SEO session. I remember the last time that Uzbekistan had the chair, it was in 2016. And at that time, uh, Mr. Mirzaev, he was the prime minister, not the president. So his leadership would be fully in uh, evidence as we uh, go forward now. Uh, the third element that I would like to mention is that over the last few uh, years, and you know, this is an issue that has been mentioned by Yojana Patel, also by Mr. Korbanov, that uh, last few years have seen very significant transformation and uh, huge geopolitical flux as far as the world is concerned. Very briefly, I think about two, two and a half years ago, we started with the 
COVID-19 pandemic, uh, that challenge, and uh, the, uh, the whole world, in fact, uh, should have come together to deal with it. But we've seen that multilateralism uh, was found hugely wanting. After that, we had uh, the Afghan uh, uh, issue, uh, the withdrawal of the forces uh, by the United States and NATO. Again, uh, uh, the region uh, should have come together, could have come together. But what we observe is that although Taliban came and occupied Kabul and uh, got power on the 15th of August last year, that is about uh, more than eight and a half months, close to nine months, there is not a single country in the world that has recognized the Taliban regime in Kabul. I think we really need to introspect, and I will come to the, uh, the uh, suggestion that was made by Mr. Korbanov, that uh, the whole world needs to come together. I agree with that, but I think how do we come together? I think that is the, you know, as they say, the devil is in the details. So what are the details of this that we will need to look at? The third aspect is, uh, uh, in the area of uh, you know what happened in Kazakhstan at the beginning of this year in January, uh, and again uh, whether SEO was uh, were we really able to contribute in any significant manner to bringing peace to that region, and finally we uh, find uh, the um, uh, you know about two months ago what we've been seeing as far as the Russia-Ukraine conflict the war is concerned. Russia uh, invaded Ukraine on the 24th of uh, February. It's already more than 70 days. There is so much of violence, destruction, death, uh, casualties, but uh, no end seems to be in sight. So all these issues that I have mentioned, uh, which have taken place over the last uh, four months, it is the multilateral institutions that could have, that should have come together. But multilateralism has been found wanting, whether it is at the United Nations level or is, it is at the regional level where the uh, multilateral institutions could have come up. Now we mark, we have uh, last year marked the 20th anniversary, the two decades of the Shanghai Cooperation Organization. This is also a regional multilateral organization, but has it been able to fulfill the potential, what was really expected of it? Has it been able to, uh, to, to come up to the expectations? And I think that is the moot question. That is something that we need to reflect upon. But I think the response also is quite visible in what both the national coordinators mentioned, that SEO has huge untapped potential. That means the potential is definitely there. Everyone recognizes it. But over the last 20, 21 years, we have not been able to tap it. The two major elements in which uh, the SEO is required to contribute, one is in the area of uh, uh, security and safety as far as the region is concerned, and the other is in terms of the economic development of the region. And here also, we have had a large number of uh, declarations, agreements, MOUs, et cetera, which have been signed, but they continue to be only on paper. You know, when we have, uh, when the time has come to deliver, uh, SEO has also not really been able to come up to the task. I think the encouraging uh, thing as far as uh, this, uh, the uh, Uzbek chairmanship of the SEO is concerned is, and what India can uh, contribute and the synergies that we can provide is that both India and Uzbekistan 
are on the same page, either completely or more or less in terms of, uh, you know, uh, in a very significant manner, we are on the same page. So whether it is the COVID-19 challenge, all of us need to come together. I think the leadership of uh, India in, uh, uh, in uh, uh, developing uh, vaccines and supplying vaccines to more than 100 countries in the world, uh, supplying uh, essential medicines to more than 150 countries in the world during uh, the pandemic, or on the issue of Afghanistan, I think there is a very, uh, maybe not total uh, congruence of our opinion, but a very significant uh, congruence also on the issue of uh, what happened in Kazakhstan, but particularly also on the Russia-Ukraine uh, uh, war. Uh, in the General Assembly sessions, uh, Ukraine and India have by and large been on, uh, on the same side, uh, except maybe in the vote on the 7th of April when uh, we saw uh, uh, when the decision was to be taken on the uh, expulsion of uh, Russia from the UN Human Rights Council. Uh, uh, Uzbekistan voted with the Russian Federation while uh, India had abstained. But by and large, I think uh, on uh, the substantive issues that there should be a preservation of the UN Charter, there should be uh, no violation of uh, territorial integrity, sovereignty, etc. The point I'm making is on all these issues, whether it is security, whether it is peace, India and Uzbekistan are on the same page. Also on the issue of connectivity, while I take the point that Mr. Korbanov made that there is no single SEO project as such, which has come up over the last 20, 21 years, but still the uh, connectivity projects that we are engaged in, that we are working, uh, together on, whether it is Chabahar, whether it is International North-South Transport Corridor, whether it is the Ashkabad Agreement, whether it is uh, what uh, um, Uzbekistan has uh, proposed, uh, the uh, railway link uh, from uh, Termez to Mazar-e-Sharif coming to Herat and to the, uh, uh, to the Afghan-Iran uh, border and then down to Chabahar. So I think on all of these, uh, we are... Uh, 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 quite on the same page. So I think that there is a huge uh, synergy that exists. The synergy is also given a further impetus by the very close uh, rapport and the close uh, personal chemistry that exists between the leaders of our two countries. I think it needs also to be recognized that you know ever since uh, President Shaukat Mirzaev came to power, uh, the leaders have been meeting uh, on the sidelines of different uh, SEO meetings or international fora. And we had the privilege of receiving President Mirzaev to India, both in 2018 on a bilateral visit and again in 2019, when he had come for the vibrant Gujarat summit. So I think both the leaders have established this very strong uh, rapport with each other. And that should definitely help the two sides to get uh, uh, to take uh, this uh, uh, the collaboration in the Shanghai cooperation forward. Uh, India attaches a huge importance uh, to, uh, the, to its participation, to its membership in SCO. And uh, as uh, our national coordinator, Yojna Patel mentioned, uh, we will, uh, India will go all out to extend all support to, uh, to the initiatives uh, by, by Uzbekistan.
Let me now very quickly mention, just uh, uh, mention a few aspects of what Mr. Uh, oh, Mr. Uh, Nurembeko, I'm sorry, I've been mentioning the, the, the uh, national coordinator as Mr. Kurbanov, but it is Mr. Rahmatullah Nurembeko. What Mr. Nurembeko mentioned uh, about these, uh, some of the initiatives, one is in the transport connectivity strategy. I think uh, this is an idea whose uh, time had come yesterday and the week before. So if you were to bring this up, this is uh, uh, very welcome. Of course, there are certain uh, fundamental elements that uh, these uh, connectivity projects should respect the territorial integrity and sovereignty of the nations. that they should be sustainable, they should not lead to debt traps, they should be economically viable, et cetera. I'm sure all those elements will be put in uh, as far as this transport connectivity strategy is concerned, but it's a very welcome idea and I'm sure uh, India will extend its fullest support to this initiative. The other aspect that Mr. Norambeko mentioned was in terms of practical cooperation. I think that again is the right way to go because as I mentioned earlier, there have been a number of uh, agreements that have been signed. There have been a number of uh, MOUs that have been entered uh, amongst the SEO countries, but they have not really seen the light uh, the, uh, fruition uh, in terms of practical implementation. What Mr. Norumbeko mentioned just now also was in the area of uh, some, uh, 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 some uh, development bank and development fund. Again, these are not new ideas. These are ideas that have already been discussed, but we really need to bring it together. I think uh, what uh, uh, I would also tend to agree with uh, Mr. Nurumbeko, this is really a top-down institution. It is not a truly a multilateral institution as such. And I think the multilateral nature of this institution needs to be brought forward. And that is when we will be able to have uh, the practical cooperation of uh, uh, all these decisions that are taken. On the issue of uh, Afghanistan, I think uh, some sort of an uh, international template has been provided uh, when uh, under the chairmanship of India in the UN Security Council in August last year, we had the UNSC resolution 2593 on 30th August. I think that captures a large number of areas in terms of uh, what needs to be done, what uh, are expectations from the Taliban dispensation, from uh, the Taliban uh, authorities. And I think that is the way to go forward. Uh, there, is, uh, uh, there are a number of new challenges, definitely new initiatives. They need all to be uh, taken up and taken forward. Uh, the development of green economy, digitalization, I think these are areas in which uh, India is emerging as a world leader in the area of uh, startups, what uh, uh, India's national coordinator, Yojana Patel, mentioned uh, about this. The uh, Indian prime minister was recently in Europe, and I would say that the focus of his visit was on green energy on green technology, on climate change. So I think these are all areas in which uh, India can uh, contribute uh, hugely uh, in uh, uh, bringing all the countries uh, together. The other challenge that uh, confronts uh, the whole region and indeed the whole world is also one of uh, uh, terrorism. And uh, this is uh, again an area where both uh, 
Uzbekistan and uh, India are on the same page. We have seen uh, very recently that there have been claims by the Islamic State Khorasan province that they had uh, uh, sent some uh, uh, shells or missiles across the border from Afghanistan into Termez. Of course, this has been denied by, uh, by Uzbekistan. But I think it uh, still emphasizes and underlines that uh, terrorism continues to be a huge problem. And there are a large number of terrorist organizations and terrorist groups in Afghanistan, whether it is uh, Al-Qaeda or it is Islamic movement of Uzbekistan or it is, uh, 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 whether it is uh, Jaish-e-Mohammed, Lashkar-e-Taiba or Etim, there are so many uh, terrorist uh, groups acting in uh, Afghanistan and uh, countries in SEO, whether it is Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, Turkmenistan, which share the border with Afghanistan, but even countries far away like uh, India, we have seen that uh, the weaponry and the equipment that was left uh, behind by the Americans, that is, uh, has been uh, uh, spotted in uh, uh, Pakistan. So there is, uh, and uh, it could be very well be used against India. In fact, that is the, the uh, uh, place where it uh, uh, is most likely to be used. So I think uh, uh, terrorism is uh, definitely a challenge that confronts the whole region, confronts the whole world, and all of us really need to come together to, to deal with this. Uh, the uh, Central Asian region has been the four countries which are members of the SCO. They have been the geographical core of the SCO. I would uh, very sincerely hope that uh, in addition to becoming uh, the, uh, only the geographical core, it should also become the substantive core in terms of leading the, uh, uh, the decisions and uh, uh, the uh, discussions, deliberations, and implementation of all the uh, decisions. I think like uh, ASEAN has emerged as far as the East Asia Summit is concerned, I would uh, hope that uh, the Central Asian countries can take on the same mantle as far as the SEO is concerned. Uh, so let me finish here uh, just by saying the last word that uh, what we need to undertake is a step-by-step -step approach. Their challenges are huge, but the potential is also huge as uh, both the national coordinators have mentioned, huge untapped potential. So let us uh, work together and India and uh, Uzbekistan can definitely be in the vanguard to, to uh, realize these objectives. So once again, thank you to Telotama Foundation. Thank you to the Uzbek Embassy. My dear esteemed friend, Ambassador Dilshod Akhatov. Also, uh, many of the friends that I see, uh, Dr. Meena Roy, uh, Athar Zafar, Pravesh, etc. all of them. I'm delighted to see you and also our uh, very dear friends and colleagues from Uzbekistan. I wish you all success as far as these discussions are concerned. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ambassador Sanjana, for your analytical address at this technical session of the diplomatic conclave. You analyzed a number of key issues in the bilateral relations and the SCO. Thank you so much. Now okay. I would request Dr. Meena Singh Roy, head West and Central Asia Center, Salotma Foundation, to start with her address. Thank you, uh, Kamakshi. Uh, I, I hope I am audible. 
my uh, greetings to all my uh, Uzbek friends and uh, uh, brothers, uh, and also to all uh, you know speakers who have been part of this initiative uh, by Telutima Foundation. Uh, Central Asia has always been, and uh, and let me thank. I thought, uh, sir, you've already left, but I can see you. Uh, special thanks to you, sir, for not only being a part of it, but also, you know, for being a guiding spirit for many uh, who have been, uh, you know, uh, tracking developments in Central Asia. So, uh, a big thanks to you. Uh, lot has been talked about SEO. Central Asia has been, you know, very close to my heart and uh, particularly Uzbekistan uh, because uh, Uzbek uh, people are so warm and affectionate, loving. So that special connect is something which drives, you know, this bilateral relationship between uh, the people of two countries. Uh, so I think uh, this is uh, this is the basis of uh, what we are looking in future, you know, despite the challenges that we talk about. Uh, I do remember when I started working on the uh, SCO and also on the INSTC, uh, it's been almost a two decades and we've been uh, confronted with various narratives of the potential and how do we, uh, you know, ensure that we realize the full uh, uh, capacity and the potential of the, uh, you know, cooperation that we are looking for. Uh, but I think, you know, when we have to analyze the, uh, the uh, results of what we have achieved and what we uh, need to achieve in future, uh, the answer would be somewhat mixed. So there are no easy, uh, you know, uh, sort of solutions to the uh, complex problems. When we bring in so many, uh, you know, actors, the countries, the individuals, the leadership, and uh, also, you know, the uh, disruption, you know, which we witness uh, through the unpredictable uh, situations, you know, which develop, for example, COVID-19. And uh, if we look at the Shanghai Cooperation Organization, its, uh, its development and uh, where it has reached today, uh, in the new situation, what we need to probably look at as the researchers and as you know, people who are tracking the development, there is need for crafting new role, the new vision, for the SEO in changing regional and global order that is still unfolding in many ways. Uh, we, we need to uh, you know, identify the areas. There's so much which uh, you know, SEO uh, coordinators have talked about, the future, the vision. And I think the takeaway for me as a researcher is that uh, we have you know, a dynamic uh, chairmanship uh, today of the uh, Uzbek leadership and the people who are involved today. And that is what is the positive side uh, for me to look at how in future we can craft things together, which would help the not only uh, the sustainable development of the region, but also, you know, addressing new security challenges, which would be, you know, coming up uh, in future as well. So uh, the main point that I would like to highlight here is one, that SEO was actually, you know, uh, 
built to look and focus at the Central Asian countries. And that I think uh, uh, Mr. Rahmatullah brought out very clearly. And I completely agree with you uh, that we need to actually work on the developmental diplomacy uh, from India's side, from everybody who uh, is part of this initiative. I'm going to basically look at uh, five uh, you know, points uh, when we're talking about the SEO. One is the security dimension of it. The second is the trade and economic dimension. Third, which you really talked and everybody has referred to it, is the connectivity, the infrastructure development. Uh, fourth, uh, the cultural dimension of it, and particularly the youth and women, I think, uh, are, are to be given some attention here. Uh, fifthly, the technology and innovation. So if we look at uh, the, the SEO, I mean, the target that we may set for ourselves uh, could be unachievable, uh, you know, uh, in short term. But the desire here is to come up with the new ideas as to how in short term, in medium term, and in long term, these areas can be, you know, uh, taken up with the smaller initiatives. Uh, and then, you know, the, the vision which we can create for ourselves uh, to achieve those targets. Uh, so if we, as I said, you know, I've already talked about, I'm not getting into the details of what we have achieved, but I think the SEO has come a long way. Uh, the way people are very keen, the countries are keen to be part of the SEO itself speaks of the importance of this region. The other, uh, you know, unique part of uh, of this uh, of this uh, organization is that it's the the Asian, uh, you know, uh, initiative, and major, you know, developments, the economies which are there. Uh, whether we are talking about uh, you know uh, climate change, whether we are talking about uh, the the trade, whether we are talking about connectivity, whether we are talking about the human resources, the skilled people, it is Asia which is which is becoming uh, you know more important part uh, in the global arena today, and we can also see how SEO has expanded over the. Yes. Now, whether it brings more constructive role of the partners or it brings challenges, and I think uh, the challenge here would be to, to see to it that the partners, the members of the SEO work in a much more uh, consensus with consensus and for the constructive development of the Central Asian countries, the region, which is so very crucial for everything, you know, it is the region which uh, which connects the Europe with Asia and the major developments that we would see in the future, despite uh, many pessimistic developments that we are noticing today. And particularly the three events I would say have in, in, in recent past. Uh, first was, of course, the uh, return of Taliban in Afghanistan and the uncertainties. The second was uh, the unfortunate development in Kazakhstan and the Russian, uh, you know, uh, initiative there to bring in some peace, uh, you know, with the CSTO on ground. And the third, of course, is the uh, war in Ukraine, uh, which has a multi-dimensional implications uh, for 
for every region and every country. And this brings me to two important points which we need to focus, uh, and this is water and food security. And I think, uh, you know, probably we need to have a smaller study group uh, within the SEO framework on these two particular uh, you know issues, and I can I can say this with with certainty that water and food security are along with the climate change issues the key areas which need more attention. And I would propose here that you know uh, two workshops or two important uh, studies within the framework of the SEO. It could be done, you know, by uh, at a bilateral level between India and the Uzbekistan, uh, with the scholars talking about how the SEO countries can craft, you know, certain uh, recommendations, you know, to regionally. And I think it's a time for us to look at new regionalism. Uzbekistan has been the leader in terms of bringing that regional consensus, the regional. Uh, you know, cooperation within the region. So there is much to learn, you know, if I have to look at it. So I would, I would, you know, say in addition to other areas that we've talked about, uh, the food and water security somehow need more attention. Uh, I have personally worked a lot on the, the connectivity. And I think now when we are looking at, you know, enhancing uh, the the infrastructure development, India, Uzbekistan, Iran have been working together and India has been trying to find out uh, as many options at, as it can, you know, to, to bring in, uh, you know, this, this infrastructure development projects and be part of it. Uh, can, you know, connectivity and infrastructure development be anchored of augmenting the economic and trade ties between the SEO countries? If you look at the data of the trade, you know, amongst the SEO member states, it's phenomenal. So what is then lacking? What are the challenges, you know, which are pushing us back? Uh, I'm not saying we are going to find a solution and I think uh, to that effect, the challenges which were highlighted by Mr. Ramatullah, I, I completely agree on those on those points highlighted by by you. And I think we need to find some kind of a you know a mechanism. Now, what could be the integrity of it? Of course, you know there are practical implementation which you highlighted are going to be part of the next SEO summit and you're already working on it. So I would, I would, I have some nine suggestions, you know, when we talk about youth and, uh, uh, and women, uh, I have already, uh, you know, uh, submitted that to the, to the, to the ambassador, to Mr. Azam. So I'm not going to read out that, but I will say food, water security and role of women and youth, particularly. These three areas are going to be, should be, uh, you know, uh, a basis for us to prepare some kind of a policy paper, which can be done jointly with the scholars who are working. We have the younger generation sitting here who would be speaking later after me, uh, along with, uh, you know, some younger colleagues in, in the Tilotema Foundation who can prepare uh, you know, collectively with, with our very wise Uzbek uh, scholars, uh, you know, and then that can become uh, some kind of an input 
to uh, to the upcoming summit uh, which is due in September. Uh, and here, uh, one important aspect that we need to talk about today is uh, the infrastructure development. Now, uh, how are we going to move ahead on that? What exactly, uh, you know, are the uh, the the initiatives uh, which need to be proposed? And then, of course, you know, infrastructure development projects are not something you know which you, which would uh, deliver result in in short term these are long term projects and they will require a longer uh, you know commitment by each seo member states and i think the bottom line here is not only the political and the security dimension of it but also the economic dimension of it i was just you know uh, reading one piece where the, the closing of the lockdown of Shanghai, how has that impacted the major industries, the major outputs, you know, for the leading companies which are there in Shanghai. So these are unpredictable situations that India uh, and the SEO member countries and, you know, all of us need to be prepared for. So if we, we need to look at it, there is, there is, there is requirement on part of all the people who are looking at, uh, you know, these developments to prepare in advance, uh, you know, on on how one could uh, deal with, you know, uh, new challenges and the preparedness for uh, strategic surprises that we can we can call them or you know disruption from many events that we could see. Uh, I don't know, Kamakshi, how much time, but. Uh, when we uh, let me just focus as a lot of has been talked about the strategic but one particular aspect when we talk about the the security dimension of it is Afghanistan and uh, every speaker has talked about uh, the unpredictability there and how can we uh, actually make a difference and this is where the humanitarian dimension of the cooperation need to be uh, you know, uh, given push uh, within the SEO framework, uh, regardless of uh, what are the disagreements, you know, amongst us. But the humanitarian crisis is something which will demand our attention. We cannot expect, you know, the outsiders to come and, you know, uh, work for the people of the region. The regional problems, the regional, uh, you know, uh, crisis, they need the regional countries to chip in there and also the regional solution based on the potential of each country, what they can offer. Uh, this is what, so there could be a, a one shot workshop done on Afghanistan within the framework of the SEO. Uh, this could be a track two level initiative. And as I have already said, uh, you know, in future, if we want the SEO to be much more effective uh, in terms of delivering the results, then I think the seriousness and the constructive engagement uh, with a very pointed, uh, you know, uh, recommendation is what would help us. Uh, I think I'll stop here. And uh, there are some more recommendations which can always be uh, sent out, uh, you know, in writing. So I'll stop here and thank you so much, uh, uh, Kamakshi, Soham, and everybody who's in the panel. And uh, thank you. I close here. Thank you.
Thank you, Dr. Roy. You analytically talked about different SEO dimensions and, and how it connects the two countries. You also told us that how there is an urgency to look after the food and water security and the role of women and youth and how the SEO countries can craft different activities on a regional level. You refer to the three major events which have caused multidimensional implications on the region. Thank you so much. Now I would request Ambassador Daniel Kurbanov, Director, Information Analytical Center for International Relations, Uzbekistan, to start with this address. Uh, good morning, uh, everybody. Uh, uh, dear uh, Director Das, uh, dear Ambassador Ahatov, uh, National Coordinator Nurin Betov, uh, dear uh, friends, uh, uh, Indian distinguished uh, experts, uh, uh, Mina Singh Roy, uh, Pravesh Gupta, Adhav uh, Zafar, uh, dear friends. Uh, first of all, uh, let me express my gratitude to uh, the Embassy of Uzbekistan and uh, uh, the Tilatoma Foundation uh, for the invitation to take part in this uh, very interesting and uh, uh, productive uh, discussion. Uh, I would like especially note uh, that uh, uh, the uh, previous years, uh, last uh, several years, uh, the high intensity of contacts between uh, the analytical communities of our countries. Uh, since 2020, uh, three sessions of uh, Uzbek Indian Think Tanks Forum uh, have uh, been held. Uh, and uh, uh, we also, uh, personally, I am taking part in the uh, Tilatoma Foundation workshop uh, for the second time. Uh, and uh, uh, today I see a lot of Indian friends who uh, attending and uh, attended such uh, seminars and uh, visited uh, Uzbekistan and visited our uh, Center uh, for International uh, Relations Studies under the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Uh, thanks to these, to these contacts of uh, analysts of uh, the two countries, uh, our countries are successfully strengthening uh, mutual understanding and mutual trust, creating conditions for uh, intensifying political dialogue and promoting practical cooperation. Uzbekistan, as you know, firmly stands not only for the development of bilateral relations with India, but also uh, actively promotes interaction between the Central Asian countries and India. Uh, the first uh, session of ministerial meeting India-Central Asia uh, was uh, held in 2019 in Samarkand uh, under the initiative of the leaders of our two countries. And uh, uh, last July, uh, His Excellency Minister of Foreign Affairs of India, uh, Jai Shankar, uh, attended uh, uh, the Tashkent International uh, Conference on uh, uh, 
connectivity of uh, Central and, uh, and uh, South Asia. And uh, uh, at this event, uh, uh, His Excellency President of Uzbekistan, Shavkat Ambassador Dania, you got uh, muted. And uh, this, yeah. oh, can you hear me? And uh, how much of my speech was missed? Last one minute, but that's it, yeah. Ah, yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, so uh, uh, the head uh, of our state uh, also supported Delhi's initiative and took part in the India Central Asia uh, first virtual summit, uh, which marked a new stage in uh, the development of India's cooperation with Central Asian countries. Uh, so, uh, with uh, S uh, uh, taking to the Shanghai Cooperation Organization, with India and Pakistan joining it in 2017 as full members. Uh, the Shanghai Cooperation Organization has become one of the most uh, important uh, actors in the world politics and uh, has taken the rightful place among uh, most influential uh, international organizations. Uh, Uzbekistan, uh, having assumed uh, the chairmanship uh, of the Shanghai Organization last year, uh, is currently making active efforts to realize the huge potential of the SEO and develop uh, multilateral cooperation in uh, key areas. Uh, the president of Uzbekistan at uh, the last SEO summit in Dushanbe um, uh, uh, already uh, uh, focused on plans and initiatives uh, or for the uh, Uzbek chairmanship, uh, uh, focusing on development of economic cooperation between uh, the member states, uh, uh, such as development of a joint action plan uh, for the development of inter-regional trade, adoption of the industrial cooperation program, strategies for the development of already mentioned uh, transport connectivity, uh, long-term infrastructure development program, and intensification of interaction on the issues of reducing poetry and uh, food uh, uh, security. Tashkent's attention to the issues of economic cooperation uh, of the SCO. Firstly, is due to the well-known fact of the insufficient uh, level of uh, development of multilateral economic cooperation within the framework of the organization. Experts explain this by the problems of the divergence of economic interests of the member states, the varying degrees of their involvement in the international uh, division of labor, as well as the competition of integration initiatives in Eurasia. Secondly, the negative 
impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on uh, macroeconomic stability, socioeconomic situation and uh, cooperation of our countries uh, on trade, investment, transport uh, is also obvious. Uh, in the Central Asian countries, the resulting deterioration in connectivity has affected a number of important development projects and investment programs. Thirdly, global geopolitical tensions and the aggravation of energy and food security problems have a growing negative impact on the achievements of sustainable development goals of countries, including the SEO member states. The answer to these challenges, of course, should be increased attention to the issues of economic cooperation between the member states, uh, the search for ways to intensify trade, investment, and transport and logistics ties. Uh, the implementation of mutually benefic beneficial infrastructure projects, mutual support in uh, solving the problems of connectivity, dig uh, digital development, green growth, adaptation to climate change and uh, environmental challenges. Uzbekistan is confident uh, that this can be facilitated by the active promotion by Tashkent, uh, first of all, of our regional uh, policy aimed at uh, ensuring peace, good neighborliness, and cooperation in Central Asia. Uh, also, initiatives to develop uh, connectivity of Central and South Asia, and efforts to involve Afghanistan in regional uh, economic ties. In Afghanistan, the catastrophic humanitarian situation remains the most important deterrent to stabilization. In this regard, uh, the uh, Uzbek side is in favor of unfreezing the financial assets of Kabul they use for solving acute socioeconomic problems. To bring the country uh, out of the crisis, joint efforts of international community and SEO member states are needed to restore the Afghan economy, implement major transport and energy infrastructure projects, actively involve Kabul in the regional economic uh, development. In our opinion, in order to achieve these goals, a balanced and agreed upon issue of international recognition of the interim government of Afghanistan should be worked out by all the parties involved. Uh, dear friends, the successful development of Uzbek-Indian relations and the active regional cooperation between Tashkent and Delhi give hope for effective coordination between Uzbekistan and India within the framework of the SCO. In our opinion, uh, the, uh, there are opportunities for mutually beneficial interaction between our 
countries in almost all uh, areas of cooperation uh, of uh, Shanghai Cup uh, organization. At the SEO summit in Dushanbe, uh, His Excellency Prime Minister Narendra Modi spoke about India's experience of using digital technologies in its development programs and offered to share these open source solutions with other SEO members. Uzbekistan is already successfully cooperating with India in the digital sphere bilaterally, and we are also ready to assist in the implementation of these and other Indian initiatives. The Indian leader also stressed the importance of building connectivity in the region. Uzbekistan is already actively cooperating with India and Iran on the port of Chabahar, supporting the strengthening of its role in the transport connectivity between India and Central Asia. In conclusion, uh, I would like to know that the shifts taking place in Europe and Eurasia are already having a significant impact on and regional uh, developments, on energy and food markets, the geography of transport and inter-regional economic ties. Their influence on our regions and on SCO cooperation requires increased attention of our analytical communities which uh, increases the demand for contacts between experts from Uzbekistan and India contributes to the deepening of our experts exchange. Thank you for your attention and wish good work uh, uh, seeking, uh, looking forward for other interesting uh, interventions. Thank you. Thank you, Ambassador Daniar. You emphasized on how the two countries' mutual understanding is strengthening. You also talked about how India, Uzbekistan are constantly holding meetings and dialogues through different influential summits, visits, joint MOUs to maintain the connectivity and different bilateral ties. And also how there's cooperation going on between different types of economic multilateral level. You also mentioned that how COVID-19 situation has caused bad effect on trade and investment between the two countries and obviously the geopolitical challenges. And there are many different initiatives which have been introduced by the two countries which are, which are on digital development, SDGs, climate and energy to better the relations between the two countries. Thank you so much. Now, I would request Dr. Athar Zafar, Senior Research Fellow, Indian Council of World Affairs, to start with this address. Thank you. Uh, first, uh, let me thank the, the Lutuma Foundation, uh, the Embassy of Uzbekistan in India, particularly Mr. Soran Das, His Excellency Dinshad Ahato, Dr. Mina Singh Roy for their kind invitation to participate in the event. I also uh, thank uh, Madam Yojana, Yojana Patel and Mr. Rahmatullah Nurimbeto, the national coordinators from India and Uzbekistan to SCO, and uh, Ambassador Ashok Sajjanhar, Ambassador Daniel Kurbanov, uh, 
Dr. Sanjeev Boshne, probably he's not there, uh, uh, for their insightful uh, remarks. And I also see uh, Dr. Pesh Gupta here. So I will briefly talk about uh, the SCO, then uh, India in SCO. And then uh, there will be some uh, one or two uh, suggestions. As we know, the SCO was formed in uh, 2001. And during a short period of just two decades, the organization has emerged as an authoritative collective voice of the Eurasian region. And uh, this is important because Eurasian space is drawing greater attention of the world. And it, it has demographic dividend with a young population and fast uh, economic recovery, growth, and entrepreneurial manpower and great comparative advantages. So uh, we can say there are certain reasons uh, behind the achievements of uh, SCO, and primarily it is due to the steady, active, and constructive roles played by the organization and its various initiatives. For example, the RATS, the forums, SCO forum, the economic forum, or the diplomacy forum. And the organization is now increasingly oriented uh, towards the economic uh, uh, activities. We can see the emphasis on dialogue and agenda setting on economic cooperation uh, in the SCO in recent years. The secondly, the decision-making process, which is based on a consensus approach to achieve common objectives has been helpful uh, in two ways. First, for expanding the agenda for its growing partnership. And the principal priority for the SCO has been to ensure uh, the, the stability of the organization's era of, area of responsibility. And we can see that the SCO family has increased with a, uh, probably the new member will join, and new member and three observers. So the expansion strengthens the organization and opens prospects for enhanced economic and strategic dynamism. Uh, currently, our region uh, is facing uh, multiple challenges. And so, so SCO is also uh, facing the challenges. And we can say that four developments have affected the or influenced the organization in the recent times. First is, of course, the COVID pandemic for the last two, three years. Then the developments, recent developments in Afghanistan. And uh, one positive development has been the uh, growing regional cooperation in, in Central Asia, which is the core of SEO, as has been mentioned by previous speakers. And the latest is the Russia-Ukraine situation, which has impacted the organization. Uh, regarding COVID-19, I think it can be said that the, uh, the region somehow managed, and even during the this period, uh, the, the economic crisis and pandemic situation, we, we are coming out satisfactorily. But the, the situation uh, in Afghanistan is a matter of concern, as it was highlighted by Ambassador Sajanhar, uh, that uh, political instability, threat of terrorism, radicalization, drug trafficking, continue to impinge our cooperation in the region for common development. Uh, but that India has been making investments in Afghanistan. Uh, it has been providing humanitarian assistance to Afghan people. And so is Uzbekistan has also emerged as a hub uh, in the region, coordinating the humanitarian 
uh, assistance uh, for the people of Afghanistan. So, as far as India's admission to SCO is concerned, that uh, uh, as we know that India has joined a full member in 2017, so it has expanded the, the, the uh, profile, raised its profile and influence of SCO. And India's India C, and it, as it was uh, uh, spoken earlier, the untapped potential of, muni, muni, uh, of mutually beneficial cooperation in the area of security, trade, connectivity, and culture in the SCO region. India has huge potential in terms of trade and economics, science and technology cooperation within the SCO, including uh, expansion of alternate energy sources, IT, telemedicine, pharmaceuticals, hospitality, and tourism. Since becoming a member, India has launched multiple initiatives. So I will not, uh, uh, it was already mentioned by the national coordinator from India. So briefly about India and Uzbekistan. India and Uzbekistan share long-standing historical, cultural, political, and economic relations, and they can cooperate and improve synergy in areas of common interest. They have intense engagement at various levels. And there is a strong emphasis by the leadership of the two countries to further develop the relation. A vast array of areas exists where the two countries can explore their combined potential. Uh, since 2016, a number of domestic and regional initiatives are underway, uh, leading to positive changes within the country uh, and the region in Uzbekistan and Central Asia. Talk. So the regional cooperation drive, which has the, the support of all uh, countries in Central Asia, was moving with great pace uh, in the pre-pandemic uh, Central Asia. So it, it had uh, uh, this, uh, increased trade by 50% annually to about 5.2 billion in 2020. Despite the pandemic, Uzbekistan's total trade turnover with Central Asian countries was about 5 billion. And share of Central Asian countries in Uzbekistan's total foreign trade increased from 12.4% in 2019 to 13.6% in 2020. So uh, trade uh, grew despite the pandemic. Uh, regarding uh, connectivity, as Uzbekistan is doubly landlocked, it is making double efforts to connect with the world. So uh, after the, the, after improving the connectivity within the region, increasing regional cooperation, Uzbekistan is now trying to connect with the nearby region. So the, the first, I think, is South Asia. So it hosted the first Central Asia, Central and South Asia Regional Connectivity Challenges and Opportunities Conference in 2001, 2021, July. And the 10-point proposal made by President of Uzbekistan comprehensively covers various dimensions of connectivity, including uh, proposals such as to study a multilateral economic cooperation agreement between uh, South and Central Asia and establishment of rail and digital connectivity. These proposals, I think, merit serious uh, consideration. Similarly, SCO also promotes uh, connectivity in the region in all areas between South Asia and Central Asia is a strong impetus of inter-regional connectivity, and uh, uh, it can be made by promoting all-round 
uh, uh, connections. Prime Minister Modi in the SCO summit 2021 said the role of Central Asia in history has been that of connectivity bridge between major regional markets. This is also the basis of prosperity of this region. India is committed to increasing its connectivity with Central Asia. So, unquote. so India has also launched various initiatives. Uh, for example, it has built the Zalaram Road in Afghanistan and the INSTC, which was uh, launched long back, but now it is becoming functional. So using this corridor, recently a train from uh, Finland to India carried 32 containers uh, of uh, paper-based products of a Swedish company. So basically the challenge in inter-regional connectivity is of security. Any uh, inter-regional connectivity between Central Asia and South Asia will be feasible when it is joined and supported by all countries in the two regions, uh, particularly the large economies. The roles of Uzbekistan and India, the two largest country from the respective regions, therefore become critical. So in this regard, Chabahar port uh, in Iran provides a secure, viable, unhindered access to sea. The port has been proposed to be included in the INSTC. And <clears throat> there is a, a trilateral framework, trilateral working group uh, on connectivity between India, Iran, and Uzbekistan on the joint use of Chabaha. I think this is a significant development. The, the second meeting was held recently. And these countries are interested in developing transport logistics cooperation between Uzbekistan Iran, uh, the, the, uh, between the three countries, Uzbekistan, Iran, and India. So in, my, in my view, uh, experts in the three countries can explore the possibility of establishing a logistics mechanism, like a joint company or a vehicle kind of thing, involving public and private sectors to promote and sustain trade along the route. So uh, for example, India and Iran, uh, had successfully run the Iran shipping company for decades before the, uh, the nuclear sanctions hit Iran. The, the avenues of uh, development cooperation and digital interaction between India and uh, Uzbekistan have increased many fold as Uzbekistan has embarked on structural reforms and, and opening of its economy while driving the agenda of regional cooperation. Therefore, projects that do not uh, require land connectivity as an essential component can be prioritized. For instance, the two countries should exploit their complementarities in the field of digital economy. While Uzbekistan has significant young and educated workforce, Indian IT companies are well-placed to enhance their uh, uh, role. So India and Uzbekistan can cooperate in the digital sector, including e-governance, which is uh, India's USP. And uh, we know that India's uh, ITEC, the Indian Technical and Economic Cooperation Program has been appreciated by the uh, Uzbek side. And for, the, for example, uh, trade in uranium, like India and Uzbekistan can increase their trade in uh, uranium uh, because uranium, uh, Uzbekistan has huge uh, deposits and uh, the, if the, the, it can increase, it can, it can be exported to India if it agrees to sell uh, more uranium. And as per reports, 
uh, India sources nearly 80% of its uranium requirement from Kazakhstan. So uh, there is potential in this field. Uh, similarly, India has proven capacity in the medical field and it has emerged as a pre preferred destination for medical tourism. And uh, if this, this, can, this area can be uh, explored for further uh, growth. And uh, the recent development which we are witnessing with regard to Russia and Ukraine, there are reports that uh, many Uzbek businesses are facing challenges and exploring new markets uh, for their investments. So uh, these two countries, India and Uzbekistan, uh, they can cooperate and uh, India can be a big uh, destination. Uh, India can be a destination for their investments, uh, the Uzbek business destination. Uh, so uh, we can also explore the possibility of establishing air corridor, uh, which, which, which was very successful between uh, India and Afghanistan. So, and uh, as, as uh, it was said that uh, there has been many uh, areas of cooperation, but I think uh, poverty alleviation could be an area of greater cooperation between uh, India and Uzbekistan as the pandemic has hit uh, the region and uh, many people we see the reports are now uh, facing the uh, challenges of their livelihood. So this is not only bilateral cooperation, but India and Uzbekistan also can uh, increase it at the uh, regional or multilateral level. That's it. Thank you. I will stop here. Thank you, Dr. Zappa. You talked about different forums and how the economic cooperation between the two countries is going very strong. The SEO is gradually expanding and will welcome one or two more members. There are multiple challenges which were being faced by the two countries. For example, the COVID-19 situation, the recent developments in Afghanistan, Russia, Ukraine crisis. But a positive thing to learn from here is that the regional cooperation in Central Asia is a positive news for all of us. Since becoming the member of the SEO, India has launched many great initiatives and has a great potential in science and technology, trade, investment, IT, tourism, hospitality, etc. How also Uzbekistan is working towards connecting with the South Asia region, and how you gave a also you also gave a very exciting and good example of Chabahar Port, how it has a trilateral framework which can help with the connectivity between the two countries. Thank you so much. Now, I would request Dr. Pravesh Gupta, Senior Research Associate, Vivekananda International Foundation, to start with his address. Thank you, Ms. Watson. Uh, am I audible? Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, first of all, I would like to extend my uh, thanks to Embassy of Uzbekistan and uh, His Excellency, uh, Mr. Dilshod Akato, and uh, Tilotama Foundation and Director, uh, Mr. Soham Das for uh, uh, inviting me to uh, share my views on uh, on this uh, topic on uh, India's big uh, synergy in uh, SCO. Uh, I would also like to uh, 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 express my thanks to the uh, previous team speakers, uh, Ambassador Sajanhar, uh, Madam Meena Singh Roy, Ambassador uh, Kurbano, uh, and the SCO coordinator from India and Uzbekistan, uh, Mr. Uh, Rakhamatullah Nurimbeteo and uh, Ms. Yojna. Okay. Also, uh, 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 Dr. Uh, Atha Jafar, 
for uh, giving a, a broad perspective of uh, india uzbekistan relationship and their dyna dynamics on uh, seo so uh, i think much have been already spoken on seo uh, so i think uh, i'll uh, highlight in addition to what have been said i'll highlight a few areas where india and uzbekistan uh, interests converge in the seo uh, this significant political uh, and socio economic development have occurred in both india and uzbekistan since prime minister modi uh, assumed office uh, in 2014 and president mirziyoyev assumed the presidency of uzbekistan in december uh, 2016 the objectives and aspirations of both these leaders have evolved in response to shifting global scenarios in 2015 uh, prime minister modi revitalized india's central asia policy Uh, by visiting all five central asian countries similarly president mirziyoyev has uh, made a concerted effort to strengthen bilateral ties with india the full membership of india in the sco uh, which was granted 2017 it provided the opportunity for sharing a similar vision and providing a forum to promote the multilateral development approach that both indian and uzbek leaders have always uh, advocated on september 2020 uh, 2021 the council of heads of state of the seo member states uh, during its 20th anniversary meeting in dusanbe uh, in tajikistan uzbekistan assumed the seo presidency and after stressing the the concept of central asia as the core of seo's attention uzbek president mirziyev detailed the priorities of of the uzbek presidency of this uh, regional uh, group the uzbek priorities uh, uh it comprises of economic cooperation the regional security the situation in afghanistan digital and physical connectivity and cultural understanding are uh, among the many other uh, initiatives uh, by tashkent and it 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 uh, was actually uh, given as a focal point for the 2021-22 uzbek presidency of seo this has already been mentioned by the previous speakers as well uh, in addition to uh, this initiative removal of trade barriers the technological uh, innovation sustainability and industrial cooperation are also another uh, uh, topics in uzbek priorities for the sc health and tourism uh, uh, are another area of cooperation to explore the huge potential that exists uh, between uh, the member countries of sco in regard to the cities and to promote the rich culture and heritage cultural and historical heritage of seo a people and the member state the organization adopted the idea of an uh, annual seo tradition to proclaim a city in country presiding the seo as the seo tourism and cultural capital, uh, capital. Uh, the next uh, presidency of seo is going to uh, uh, india india will be the president Uh, for the 2022-23 presidency of SCO, and I think uh, there has been reports about uh, Varanasi, the oldest city in India, being the SCO's uh, tourism and cultural capital. So, uh, Uzbekistan's priorities as SCO chairmanship is very well correspond with the India's objectives in this regional grouping. In 2018, Qingdao summit in China, uh, Prime Minister Modi gave the acronym Secure. this secure concept uh, in this secure con concept the uh, s denotes for security 
E for economic development, C for connectivity, U for unity, and R for respect of sovereignty and integrity, and E for environment protection. Again, in Bishkek summit in 2019, the health acronym was uh, uh, flagged by Prime Minister Modi as a template for cooperation in SCO, in which the H uh, stands for healthcare cooperation, E for again the economic cooperation, A for alternate energy, L for literature and culture, T for tourism, free society, and H for humanitarian cooperation. Uzbekistan uh, supported India at SCO and suggested economic vibrancy for the uh, SCO, effective connectivity corridors and roadmap for Afghan people. Uzbekistan President Mirziyev, uh, while speaking at the SCO summit in Bishkek uh, on June 14, 2020, called for regular economic, uh, 2019, sorry, called for regularly economic forum of the SCO. He also proposed that Uzbekistan can host the first such forum in Samarkand. In order to intensify contact of business circle of uh, both countries or the member countries of uh, uh, SCO, Uzbekistan and India both are in favor of holding the SCO economic forum on a regular basis, including in a regional format. In this regard, uh, President Mirziyev proposed to adopt the SCO Green Belt program in order to introduce the resource saving and environmentally friendly te technologies in the member country. In addition to this, uh, the 19th SCO Council of Heads uh, Governments meeting hosted by India and chaired by uh, India's Vice President uh, Sri Venkaiya Nairuchi on 30th November 2020, uh, uh, Ms. Uh, Patel has already mentioned that uh, some very significant initiatives were uh, flagged during this uh, meeting. Uh, so in addition to what I have said, I will, I will uh, suggest uh, two or three uh, points which can be the fundamental uh, for expanding India-Uzbekistan synergy uh, within SCO. The first is the non-traditional security threats. We have been talking about Afghanistan and the traditional security threats like terrorism and extremism as a core uh, of uh, SCO's uh, uh, charter. But I think the uh, non-traditional security threats like cyber warfare, cyber security, and misinformation are prevalent in a current uh, geopolitical scenario. And I think India and Uzbekistan can uh, collaborate in this uh, sector. And also, it, it can bring other uh, member states of SCO for, a, for expanded cooperation in this uh, sector. India and Uzbekistan are already cooperating on the in information technology. And I think this will be an added advantage to already bilateral uh, cooperation between these two countries. Secondly, the second point I would like to highlight here is the, we have been talking about the cultural and historical heritage of, of SEO or countries. But I think what is missing here is the, uh, the this historical connection that we have prior to this Silk Road. I think this uh, one-sided narrative of Silk Road should be countered by both India and the Central Asian countries because there exists a long and I, I think more prosperous connection between India and the countries of Central Asia prior to the same. I think the historical and archaeological uh, findings and the study of uh, both India and Central Asia, India and Uzbekistan can take lead in this uh, regard. And it can also be uh, one of the uh, prospective area of cooperation within uh, SCO. So in my uh, conclusion, uh, I would like to 
conclude with the, that uh, the main focus of SCO is to make the Eurasian region more secure and prosperous economically. And cooperation with Afghanistan has always been a priority for SCO. Afghanistan has suffered a multi multiple uh, suffered multiple of challenges as a result of its uh, uh, unstable situation. SCO provides a forum for constructively addressing these issues and developing concrete solution to uh, these challenges. India and Uzbekistan cooperation within SCO is fundamental in realizing this objective. As a result, I think both countries should maintain their proactive measures or proactive approach uh, while ensuring that no single member state dominates the SCO and that the organization serves all of its members as well as the region. With these uh, notes, I would like to conclude. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Gupta. You positively talked about the initiatives taken by Prime Minister Modi, India, and President Mirzi of Uzbekistan, which has encouraged the enhancement between the two countries and different types of cooperations, whether it be in a terrorism-free society, cultural, economic, health, and different other areas to better the relation between the two countries and how India and Uzbekistan are in favor to hold regular SEO forums to address the constructive issues like the Afghanistan situation to better the understanding and the connectivity between the two countries. Thank you so much. So now we have come to the end of the technical session at the diplomatic conclave. I thank all the eminent speakers of this session. Now let us discuss a few questions posed by the participants. Feel free to make remarks on any of the uh, questions asked. Uh, okay, so we have a question here uh, that, okay. How is the cooperation within the SEO affected by extra regional incidents or challenges? There are two other questions, Kamakshi, before that. There are three questions. Yeah, two plus one, okay. three, there are three. I yeah. think it's best to say all the questions uh, together and then yeah. I think whoever can take up. Okay, sure. How can India gain from different agricultural and food security issues from SCO in this post-pandemic arena? What will be the role of agricultural cooperation and food and water security cooperation between India and Uzbekistan? What are the shackles and challenges hindering? Uh, yeah. yeah. The questions, as has been mentioned, you can read like that, uh, the three okay. questions that are provided. Okay. What are some of the major barriers to expansion of trade ties within the SCO? How can these issues be resolved? How can the cooperation on agriculture and food security within the ambit of SCO be boosted for greater benefit of the people of India and Central Asia? May I? Yeah, yeah, please go ahead. Well, since I <clears throat> spoke on food and water security, I brought those points. And I said, uh, the, the question here is how can India gain? I think probably you have to recraft your um, you know, question. It is not about gaining, it is about cooperating. It is not what India will gain. It is what India can offer 
and how you know collectively the SEO countries together uh, can work towards ensuring the future you know crisis uh, which we can see you know coming in in uh, maybe uh, short term, medium term, long term, and these are the two major issues. And why I'm saying since we are sitting the the our Uzbek partners. Agriculture is the key area where India and Uzbekistan have a lot of potential to do. India has an experience. India has a lot of, you know, we have talked about the commercial farming. Now, we've also talked about how Indian, you know, um, farmers can contribute or how in terms of the technology, you know, uh, one can initiate uh, certain programs. Uh, there is so much of potential if we if we see even just the case of Uzbekistan as such, India and Uzbekistan, that is at the bilateral level. But at the larger levels, first of all, I do feel that, you know, uh, we need to bring in the uh, mini uh, cooperation within the multilateral framework. The multilateralism is, of course, it sounds very fancy. We can talk about it. But ultimately, you know, the initiatives that deliver are trilateral, quadrilateral. So one has to work within the multilateral framework with the like-minded countries. This is what is going to provide you deliverables. Now, food and water security, India has some experience, which it can share in terms of running a training programs in terms of, you know, bringing in the, the third party also from where you can benefit. Uh, and one such country I can say has been, uh, you know, Israel on, on, on agriculture. So particularly what I'm seeing is the, the learning process of India, the experience of India, and also in terms of uh, doing the joint, you know, agricultural projects, uh, which can be supported collectively by all the countries or, you know, certain countries who are willing to be a partner to it. That is what has to be the spirit of cooperation and not, you know, waiting till every member agrees to contribute. You may not have a situation like that. I mean, this is what, you know, I foresee, uh, what I believe, you know, in Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. The other practitioner can can correct me if if I say so. This is how we need to work on on uh, these issues. Uh, your second, uh, you know, one one more question, which says, what are the challenges hindering trade ties between nation in the SU region? There are many. You know, there are insecurities. There are certain, you know, uh, mistrust. I would say, you know, when we are talking about the trade and economic cooperation, and the biggest challenge, of course, has been the direct uh, connection with uh, the Central Asian region. And uh, for that, I think one needs to come up with with some kind of an arrangement. The air corridor can only deliver the certain amount. But there are existing corridors which can be worked out. Uh, I think the uh, SCO as a mechanism, you know, to bring major countries to trade with each other, we are going to see probably a new economic order in future. Uh, we, may, uh, we may see some kind of an arrangement where countries may end up in the barter trade. We don't know. There are, you know, many issues related with the trade 
you know, uh, customs, uh, tariffs, you know, the certain institutional uh, issues, all of these, you know, you know, you can wait for ages to do it. But I personally feel that those who can contribute constructively must come up openly and do it. So there would be many challenges, there would be issue of investments in these uh, mega projects that we are talking about. So uh, it would be like the major countries who have the economic potential to put in uh, in infrastructure projects will have to come out, the private sectors, we will also face the issue of sanctions, which we've been victim of indirectly. So those are many such challenges, which will be con we will be confronted with, but we need to work out the uh, ways to at least neutralize the negative effect of these challenges. And I think there was one more issue as to how uh, Russia-Ukraine war impacted SCO. I think it is just not the SCO countries. SCO means what? SCO means all the member states, all the dialogue partners, everybody. So there are, you know, implications worldwide and SCO is no exemption to it. So there are economic challenges, there are security issues, there are major issues on the credibility of the major powers, how much they should be trusted, how much you know uh, one can rely on it would also you know imply probably you know to have more inward you know policies uh, driven uh, by the each country to strengthen its own uh, you know potential uh, that uh, i think is also one such you know uh, probably lesson that one needs to learn uh, from the events that are unfolding worldwide today. Nobody is going to come to the rescue of, of the security challenges that you're facing. So the regional countries, you know, collectively have to think about it. Uh, individually, they have to think about it. So there has to be a national strategy, regional and the global strategy uh, when we are talking about fighting the global, regional and the, uh, the national challenges. And I will stop here. Thank you. May I? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, so to what Madam Meena Singh Roy uh, has uh, talked about on question of agriculture uh, production and food security, I would like to highlight uh, that India's initiative or proposal to start a CO startup forum, uh, which actually uh, uh, laid the foundation for multilateral cooperation engagement for the SEO member states to develop and hone their startup ecosystem in addition to setting up of a new SCO special working group on startup and innovation. I think this uh, will be an added advantage to the agriculture production cooperation between India and Uzbekistan and among the member states of SEO as well with the new innovation in the agri agricultural uh, technology. I think we can uh, also solve the problem of the food security uh, as well. And I think this should be highlighted in the SCO forum uh, in uh, the upcoming uh, summit at Samarkand. And I think India should also take this uh, initiative in the uh, when it gets the uh, chairmanship of SEO for the uh, next uh, session. Thank you. Dr. Sapa, would you like to say something? Me? May I? Yeah. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, these uh, questions are very interesting uh, and uh, coinciding with the priorities of Uzbekistan. As I as was <clears throat> noticed, it, uh, our priorities and our approach uh, within the SEO is very pragmatic and uh, economic oriented. And that's why we uh, we fully welcome uh, the proposals uh, made by our Indian friends uh, uh, in, in, to uh, cooperate closely in such uh, direction fields like uh, food security, uh, <clears throat> uh, connectivity, agriculture, and so on, uh, trade. Uh, for example, I would like to be very short. Uh, the real uh, proposal, uh, real uh, uh, idea is uh, to come to the events, we organize four economic, uh, four economic major e economic events in August this year uh, in Tashkent, in Samarkand. Uh, these are, the, as I mentioned uh, before, SEO economic forum, small and uh, medium business forum, industrial innovation week, uh, industrial cooperation development uh, forum. Uh, Besides, we uh, launched uh, the construction of free industrial zone in Samarkand region, which is called Uzbekistan SEO. Uh, the idea is to bring together all uh, interesting parties, uh, private uh, companies, not only the uh, official delegations uh, to share their views, but uh, the mainly the private companies in order to explore the opportunities uh, which uh, offer offers the SEO platform and this that's why we should our in my opinion we should help the private companies uh, to explore to touch the possible the, the possibilities of real uh, interconnection real uh, cooperation uh, multilateral cooperation uh, we are the uh, we are participating in such uh, forums like uh, uh, these ones, which uh, uh, <clears throat> initiated by Uzbekistan. And uh, I would like to take this opportunity to call our Indian friends uh, to uh, encourage uh, the private companies, uh, touristic uh, agencies. Uh, NGOs, uh, expert community to take part, to take actively uh, part in our uh, forest events. Uh, we, uh, in, during our presidency, we organized more than 80 uh, events, which uh, cover, <clears throat> which cover the gender uh, equality issues, youth uh, policy, agriculture, uh, energy, innovation, startups. And uh, we have distributed uh, this uh, information and uh, invitations uh, via the uh, national coordinators uh, mechanisms, as well as uh, via our in the, uh, <clears throat> embassies. And that's why please uh, 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 accept it. And uh, we will just happy uh, to see our friends uh, in Uzbekistan during our presidency. This is the real, it would be the real multilateral approach uh, to the points which were, which were uh, mentioned by our friends. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Ambassador Kurbanov, would you like to make an intervention? Uh, 
yes, uh, I just uh, uh, I'd like to uh, also support uh, the uh, uh, proposals uh, extended by uh, Indian experts uh, about uh, uh, water, food uh, uh, security issues, and uh, also um, uh, uh, gender issues, uh, uh, women and youth. Uh, we uh, uh, actually we, we we should go on to discuss these issues and uh, maybe uh, it will be also very helpful to form some uh, uh, experts or working groups uh, on some of them and uh, uh, make some uh, uh, common uh, research uh, projects implement some, some projects and uh, um, as regards uh, current uh, uh, global uh, unstable uh, landscape, uh, I believe uh, our response should be uh, more cooperation, uh, uh, more uh, 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 interaction on uh, practical issues. Uh, 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 the main repercussions for uh, Asia are in socio-economic sphere, uh, and uh, uh, SEO countries should uh, uh, make uh, much more to develop practical cooperation. Um, uh, it's high time to have uh, at least uh, some common uh, SEO infrastructure or investment projects, uh, I mean uh, multilateral, and uh, maybe uh, our two regions uh, could be uh, a good uh, uh, platform uh, to cooperate, to launch some of them, uh, uh, maybe uh, make use of our president's initiative of enhancing uh, uh, connectivity between uh, Central and uh, uh, South Asia. Uh, South Asia is very important. Uh, it is a, a relatively new part of uh, our SO community, and uh, we should uh, make uh, much more to uh, connect. Uh, South Asia with uh, Central Asia and other uh, member states. Uh, so uh, I believe that uh, India um, uh, has a very good uh, ambitions uh, as regards uh, uh, expanding its uh, outreach to Eurasia. And that is why um, we can cooperate uh, with uh, India and other, other South Asian countries uh, to develop uh, our connectivity, to develop practical cooperation uh, in economy, transport, logistics, uh, and uh, of course, uh, make use of our um, rich uh, uh, historical cultural heritage. Uh, it's very important to make our peoples closer to each other. Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Ambassador Kubanov. I want to also especially thank uh, Mr. Rahmatullah Nurimbetov, uh, the National Coordinator of Republic of Uzbekistan uh, to the STO. Uh, I think, uh, you know, uh, the foundation has also had a special focus on uh, 
the issues of uh, tourism and the way uh, promotion of uh, tourism of Uzbekistan in India. I think there's a huge potential for uh, the Uzbekistan, such a beautiful country and you know, uh, the huge market that India with its uh, more than a billion population provides. And you know, if uh, uh, the information about uh, tourism uh, to Uzbekistan can be more can be made more accessible. Uh, we have uh, submitted in the past uh, proposals to this regard and discussed uh, with the embassy. And we hope to uh, continue that and hope to uh, increase our collaboration with yourself and hope to host you again. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, so before uh, coming to uh, His Excellency, Mr. Dilshad Akhtar, let me request uh, uh, Dr. Zafar, do you have uh, any, can you, you can make a small intervention? Uh, no, just uh, I agree what uh, said by the uh, my colleagues and uh, participants from Uzbekistan that we need practical cooperation so, uh, to move forward. And just uh, we'll touch on the last question, with the Russia-Ukraine thing. I think it impacts, as uh, was said by Dr. Minasing Roy, it impacts in many ways. You know, Russia is the founder of the SCO and uh, it's, it's a drive, one of the drivers. So uh, if it is involved in, in, a, in a situation, so what will happen after post-conflict, it will be more internal uh, its outlook. So the, the cooperation uh, within the region can be affected one. The situation uh, there also takes away uh, the SCO's focus from stabilizing uh, a security situation in another area, which is Afghanistan. So, uh, and then there is logistics, the remittances in Central Asian countries. So, uh, trade and connectivity. So, it affects in many ways, in multiple ways. Uh, that's it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, let me now request uh, His Excellency Mr. Dilshad Akhatov uh, to make uh, some closing remarks. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, before closing remarks, thank you very much to Dr. Das. Uh, I would like to, to additionally to, to, um, sure, sure, sure. to note uh, regarding the um, agriculture cooperation and food uh, security. It's really important uh, area for, uh, for example, for our bilateral cooperation. Uh, as you know, bilateral uh, trade at about uh, 442 US dollar in 2021 in the last year is well below potential. And uh, as you know, also in this import, import from Uzbekistan consists largely of, of fruit and vegetable products and some, some other products. Uh, the, I would like to say uh, actually we uh, contribute yeah, to, to the uh, Indian food security also <laughs> with, uh, with the export of our fruits and vegetables. But uh, anyway, we should um, uh, undertake some uh, reciprocal uh, actions or counter movement yeah, in this area. Uh, I mean, uh, the, we, we should uh, uh, undertake the steps, uh, joint steps uh, in uh, regarding the removing of some tariffs and non-tariffs uh, restrictions yeah, in our trade, uh, especially in, in, in the uh, trade of um, fruit and vegetables and so on. Uh, and, uh, we have, uh, for example, in, in our bilateral cooperation in this area, um, joint working group uh, 
Uh, unfortunately, uh, only one meeting we uh, have organized. Uh, it was held on, uh, in September 2019 through uh, DVC, but uh, we, we should uh, so-called uh, refresh the uh, activity of this uh, joint working group. And uh, of course, we should uh, uh, undertake uh, some uh, active um, uh, combined efforts uh, for uh, the granting uh, market access uh, for some, uh, of course, in bilateral uh, basis in reciprocal actions, uh, the uh, for access for uh, fruits and vegetables uh, from Uzbekistan to India and from India to Uzbekistan. And second uh, issue is uh, important issue, key issue, I would like to say, the connectivity, of course, transport connectivity. We, we are working on now, of course, uh, on some um, routes uh, on, on, we have the joint working group, uh, trilateral joint working group on the possibility uh, for utilizing the infrastructure of uh, Chabahar port in Iran, Uzbekistan, India, Iran, a joint working group. Uh, but anyway, uh, it, uh, it needs, uh, of course, uh, some uh, additional efforts in this uh, direction also. And uh, I would like um, to, to thank uh, all of our friends and colleagues. Uh, I would like to express my sincere gratitude uh, to you personally, Dr. Das, uh, to your team, uh, to Latoma Foundation, our uh, very confident uh, partner in uh, India for organizing this uh, today's event. Uh, very in interesting and uh, very substantial uh, discussions we had. Uh, uh, or we have been having now also in, in our event. Uh, and uh, of course, I uh, would like to thank uh, to the national coordinators again, once again, to, to all experts, our friends uh, from India and from Uzbekistan for active participation in this very important uh, event on uh, the uh, Uzbekistan chairmanship in SCO. And uh, of course, uh, some uh, new ideas uh, were forwarded in, in, during this event, uh, and uh, it was success, successful interaction, uh, exchange of views. Of course, uh, thank you very much for, for all these uh, efforts uh, at uh, all of. Uh, uh, participants in this uh, event. Of course, I'm looking forward to to, uh, uh, to organizing uh, in the future uh, some kind of uh, very interesting uh, events, uh, whether it be in online uh, manner or in physically also, uh, we, we are uh, heartfully welcome to, to Teletoma Foundation's delegation headed by you, Dr. Das, to Uzbekistan, and we will organize uh, very nice uh, talks and, of course, events in Uzbekistan and vice versa also. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I look forward to our further collaboration. Thank you so much. Let me now request Ms. Kamakshi Vasan, Vice President of the Foundation, to deliver the closing remarks and the vote of thanks. Thank you, Ambassador Akhutov, and thank you, Mr. Das. I, Kamakshi Vasan, Vice President and Director of Academic Programs, the Lothma Foundation, thank all the distinguished speakers 
and the participants at this Shanghai Cooperation Organization in 2022, Indo-Uzbek Synergy for Progress. I would also like to thank our partner for this webinar, Embassy of Uzbekistan in India. Tilotma Foundation works globally on diverse subjects of international relations, strategic and scientific policy, gender, defense, and area studies, and we are glad to have jointly organized this track to diplomatic conference. I especially thank the speakers of the inaugural session, Mr. Soham Das, Chairperson and Director, Telotma Foundation for his leadership and positive encouragement in curating this diplomatic conference. And His Excellency, Mr. Dilshor Akhatov, Ambassador of Uzbekistan to India, for his gracious presence and erudite speech. I would also like to thank Her Excellency, Ms. Yojana Patel, National Coordinator of the Republic of India for SCO, and His Excellency, Mr. Rahmatullah Nurumbatov, National Coordinator of the Republic of Uzbekistan for SCO for this significant address on this esteemed topic. I would also like to thank all the participants of the technical session, Ambassador Ashok Sajinhar, former Indian Ambassador and Visiting Distinguished Fellow, Tilotma Foundation. Dr. Meena Singh Roy, Head West and Central Asia Center, Tilotma Foundation. Ambassador Daniel Kurbanov, Director, Information Analytical Center for International Relations, Uzbekistan. Dr. Athar Zafar, Senior Research Fellow, Indian Council for World Affairs. Dr. Pravesh Gupta, Senior Research Associate, Vivekananda International Foundation. Thank you for your kind participation at this Track 2 Diplomatic Conclave titled Shanghai Cooperation Organization in 2022, Indo-Uzbek Synergy for Progress organized by the Talodna Foundation along with the Embassy of Uzbekistan in India. I personally have a very cordial relation with the Embassy of Uzbekistan. I would like to thank the officials from the Embassy of Uzbekistan in India for their persistent support. Relation between Uzbekistan and India had their roots deep in history. There are frequent references to Cambodia in Sanskrit and Pali literature, which is stated to include parts of present-day Uzbekistan. Sarkas participated in Mahabharata on the side of Kauravas. India merchants, the merchants of Indian, uh, Indian origin are based in Samarkand and Bukhara they, and, uh, and are an integral part of the local economy. Mirza Ghalib and Amir Kusro are notable Indians of Uzbek origin. Indian movies have traditionally been popular in Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan and India um, have signed agreements, MOUs, protocols, joint statements in areas such as political and strategic issues, defense and security, trade and investment, energy, agriculture, science and technology, education, tourism, telecommunications, IT and people-to-people -people connection. The speakers have outspokenly discussed the various dimensionality of the bilateral relation of the Republic of India and the Republic of Uzbekistan. I positively feel that the steady relationship between the Republic of India and the Republic of Uzbekistan will only expand strongly in the coming future. We at the Lotma Foundation look forward to greater cooperation with Uzbekistan. We can have further track to initiatives as well as cooperation on areas like environmental conservation, science policy, startups, social entrepreneurship, tourism, etc. We look forward to more synergies with the Embassy of Uzbekistan in India and the Ministry of External Affairs, India. Finally, I would like to thank all the attendees for taking part in this structured diplomatic conclave. 
Thank you so much, everybody. Have a nice day. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you everyone. Thank you. Thank you.